Hey there, listeners. Welcome to This Humana Life, a podcast for all Humana associates. We have amazing stories to tell and learning experiences to offer. We also believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insights into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. I'm Brittany LaMere. And this podcast is produced by Melissa Nichols. We're looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Join the conversation in our buzz group by visiting go forward slash THL. Also, make sure to text the acronym THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile Thursday morning. Well, welcome listeners to another episode of This Humana Life. I am Carmen Pantoja Evans and I'm here with co-host Tara DeLucia. We will we enjoy being able to just have the two of us and to be able to bring in who we are excited to talk with which is Jen Us Network Resource Group, Jen Us NRG. So we have Sharon Tavera and Neil Pierce with us on the show. This week, we're jumping back into our conversation about working from home and opportunities for networking. So I'm going to the coffee pot and then you'd have your coffee conversation, that kind of thing. So, but, but at that time, at those, at those moments, though, I would have an opportunity of networking and, you know, chatting it up a little bit and maybe connecting or like, ah, that helped me with that process or, oh, that'd be a great um, associate engagement because I'm in the culture and engagement world. And so I'm sure networking has been important in your career over the years, but how do you do it or how have you done it in the virtual world for you? Uh, Sharon, we'll start with you and any tips you'd like to share. Yeah. So I, that word networking and, mm-hmm. and being a networker, I don't know why I don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably just me because I really love people and I really value relationships. And so I think for me, um, the biggest thing about that is to know people, to check in, to learn about them. I'm a huge person that if you've been ever on my team and I knew your birthday, you're going to get a birthday card every single year. Um, it's just kind of the nature of me. And I really just love people so much. So um, I, to- I told you I started in dental, left for a while, and I came back. I still have some of some great – it was almost like I never left mm. because I had those relationships with people that we just kind of picked up. And I just really think it's about caring about individuals, like, authentically. And I do that. So today in my world, um, I have regular touch-based meetings, whether it's weekly or monthly or biweekly, with individuals that I've met throughout my career to say, hi, what are you working on? Learn about their role. We have sometimes have just maybe been in the same team or I haven't been on the same team with them for a couple roles. But I still really value those relationships. And I always kind of think about it as, I never know when I might be on a team again with someone and mm-hmm. how great it is it to kind of already have that relationship established and continue to flourish. That's awesome because you've have, um, you said the caring authentic, authentically and yeah. I can tell that by listening to you and, and hearing you, you speak and 
you're right. You want to rec- you want to reconnect and keep that conversation going between um, all the folks that you've met over the years. So that's a good tip in itself. You know, always, always check back in. Check yeah. back in. Yeah. So Neil, how did it, how does networking, um, connecting, you know, what whatever phrase that um, really pops up in your mind um, has worked for you over the years? How, how, how have you seen a change or any tips you'd like to share? Sure. So I, I agree with Sharon, uh, Sharon <laughs> in that networking always seems to be an awkward word. It seems to be this hat that stays over in the corner and then one day you're going to a social event or a meeting, what have you, you have to go over the corner and say, okay, I'm wearing my networking hat today. That's <laughs> always felt awkward to me. But you may have been able to tell between the conversations between Sharon and I right now that she's definitely an extrovert. And I am, I've always considered myself an introvert. I came, I came out of college in IT, which has tendencies to make you an introvert because you're mm-hmm. focused on technology and, and not necessarily people. So that's one thing I have not leveraged very well in my career is networking. I've always kind of kept it to myself. Yeah, and But again, when I came to Humana, I realized I need to get out there more. So I worked hard at kind of become this extroverted introvert that I feel that I am. But it's just something I, I never leveraged well, and I would suggest or recommend to anybody, don't look at it as networking. Look at it. As Sharon mentioned, that it's mm-hmm. you get to know somebody, sincerely get to know somebody, and, and you care about that person. I like that. Get to know somebody. That's what it's about. Absolutely. Okay. So I we're going to shift a little bit to share more about your energy, um, Jen Us. And so I'd love to learn about the path that brought you to becoming the co-president. So, Neil, we'll start with you, but would you share more about that pathway and what that looked like? Certainly. So I first joined uh, NRG as a leader back in 2012 uh, for a couple of reasons. And I joined the caregivers NRG. One, I wanted to, one, improve my networking. (laughs) Number two, you know, as I mentioned, I had two aging parents. I lived remotely from them. I wanted to understand more about caregiving and how I could be a better caregiver from a remote situation. So I joined the Caregivers NRG as communication lead in 2012. Then in 2015, I became the co-president of Caregivers and was uh, there for three years. And in 2018, I was offered this opportunity to become the co-president of Gen S. And I, I jumped all over it because at first, when the notion of an NRG that was going to be multi-generational came out, I was scratching my head and like, what is that going to be about? But the more I thought about it, the more excited I got about it in that this is an NRG that everyone is a member of. They just don't know it. So it excited me to do that and it excited me to uh, start from the ground up and to just be able to launch an NRG of this nature. And that process takes a long time, doesn't it? It does. Yes, it does. We're still working on it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tyson Bauer is the NRG lead, and he was sharing the other day that, you know, it could take up to two years um, from, like, 
initial proposal for an NRG um, to when it's really up and running. And I was like, wow, that's a long time. Um, you've got to be really dedicated and committed, uh, which you guys definitely have been. Um, Sharon, what about you? What was the path that brought you yeah. to co-presidency? So I had been a member of other NRGs before, um, but when I had heard about Genos, there it was when a committee was kind of coming together to look at, you know, how do we, we're thinking about this, but what, it, what, what would this new NRG really look like? And uh, when I heard about it, I immediately knew that I wanted to at least be part of that team looking at it. So for me, I really love cultures. I really love learning about people. And I love kind of having those conversations, but I also love being at the front door of something getting established. Um, I really enjoy that process of learning from the, the ground up. And so when I kind of had heard about the opportunity, I thought, yeah, let, let me do that. And then during that course, there was a, a group, group of us that was looking at what would this look like? What would our, how would we be structured and, and having those conversations? And then once we got far enough along, there was an opportunity for me to lead our membership area. So I was actually, for the first two years, um, the co-lead for our membership group. And so looking at how we get our membership and how do we have ambassadors and what do they do and how do we grow our membership. So that was really what I spent the first couple of years doing. And, and then when there was an opportunity for a co-president role, um, I was super excited about that. And it's just been great learning more and, and sitting from this view and, and understanding and being more involved in IND. Um, and it's just been great. I, I really feel, again, because I was kind of at that beginning spot from the initial conception to now, um, it's allowed me to grow and learn and understand along the way. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's pretty special to be, to be on the leader team and to be, you know, a, a co-president of an NRG. It's, um, such a cool experience, yeah. for sure. And I just think how you have the wheels, you got the wheels on the bus rolling. I mean, you, 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 all, are, you all are making it happen, you know, and then, because you're hearing, I'm hearing about Gen Us here and there and everywhere. And, um, and, and for our listeners, I'd like to hear what you say Gen Us NRG stands for. Uh, Sharon, you want to start? Sure. Yeah, I mean, so if we, if you look at, you know, our official kind of mission statement, um, Genus is is here to build a stronger community by creating intergenerational connections and celebrating uniqueness. So, for me, what that really, you know, boils down to is listening to others, hearing their stories, understanding their walk, and not putting people in a box. I say that a lot um, as we talk because we can talk about the different generations, but I don't ever want to put anyone in a box. I'm, you know, defined as, as Gen, uh, Gen X, but, you know, if you, if you look at the traditional traits of what Gen X might be, I, I, I'm not all of those. I, I like avocado toast. Um, technology, I love all the fancy technology, but I listen to classic rock music all day long, right? Like, so I, I feel like we can't put people in boxes based on um, what this, this idea of their generation, but, but I think it's really powerful to know what shaped that generation and what has influenced. But again, for me, it goes back to let's hear these stories, let's listen to people, and let's really learn how we're more alike than we are different. I love that. Let's learn how we're more alike than we are different, and that's so true. And and you know, you've already shared that you're you're a forever learner, and I am too. Part of the reason why we have the podcast is to share 
everything we know or what we can what, what we can share right and and just keep learning from folks like you so thank you for that uh, what about neil what about you you have more to add there are nine NRGs that Humana sponsors, and Genos is the only NRG that actually has a requirement to be able to join, and that is you must be born. <laughs> and after that, we're all in this together. So, you know, I, I agree with everything that Sharon's saying. It's like it's not about stereotyping people within generations. It's about finding their uniqueness and, and sharing that and being able to be ourselves without having these stereotypes in front of us. You must be born. I like that. I know I saw that somewhere. When you said that, I was like, I've seen that because I read, you know, some of the messages you all send. And um, uh, so I like that. You must be born. That easy. That simple. Yeah. Well, and you literally can't get more inclusive than that. <laughs> no way. It's, it's uh that's fantastic. So in terms of involvement and events, we'd love to hear what does Gen Us offer? I know um, we heard Carmen say that she's hearing more and more about Gen Us. So what type of events um, do you guys offer and how do you get involved? Yeah, I, Neil, I could start. So, um, sure. you know, COVID has kind of obviously changed the way a lot of things have been, right? But I think um, some of the things that I'm, I really love is we've got bi-monthly speaker forums. So probably some of the things you've been hearing recently is um, in August we did a, a panel across the generations looking at social justice, and that was really powerful. And then more recently um, in our October uh, bi-monthly speaker series, we did kind of a Mythbusters and, you know, really throwing out some common myths and having a panel of people kind of talk on what they thought that myth meant and what it meant to them and how it's different. So that was really great. And then in December, we're, we're, we're hoping, I have fingers crossed, we're hoping that we will have a panel of um, our greatest generation talking about their experiences and what it looks like from, from their viewpoint. So we have our bi-monthly speaker forums. Um, we also have on the opposite months, we have our monthly kinship care that I'm going to let Neil talk about in a minute because he knows so much about that and he's really been engaged in that. But then also we've got our buzz page. We have ambassadors. Um, we do an annual membership survey. Uh, September is our big month for Gen Us. We had intergenerational month where we had speakers and lots of different events. Um, that ran through the month. So um, some great opportunities, and we're always open for what else we could be doing different, but those are some of the things we're doing now. Right. As Sharon mentioned, we have a monthly event on the second Wednesday of every month, and we, we alternate that event. Every other month, it's a member forum where we have guest speakers or theme, what have you, and then the other month, we have a kinship care support group, and, that, and that's something I've really compassion about and wrap my, my head and arms around it. What kinship care is, is, and we've all seen this and maybe even experienced it, but kinship care is when a family member or a good family friend is taking care of another family member's children. Mm. And my next door neighbors were in that situation. My, my wife raised her nephew but we, um, you sit back and think about it, there's a lot of that going on nowadays, especially with the opioid crisis that's going on and just everything else that's going on for 2020. So we have that forum, that group session every other month. 
We try to have a, a guest speaker from outside the company come in and share their experiences and tips and best practices. Um, this month, in fact, next session will be next Wednesday. We're just going to leave it open and try to have a, a good open discussion with the members that join us about the positive things that they've experienced this year and the positive things they've experienced about kinship care. I love that. I think that's an area that we haven't really, I have not thought about that often. Um, so I think that's, that's a wonderful offering uh, for those that it impacts. You are listening to This Humana Life with co-hosts Tara DeLucia, Carmen Pantoja-Evans, Brittany LaMare, and our special guest. Be sure to text THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile or share with us on Yammer at go slash THL. Anything else that you all would like to add as we come to the end of our show? Uh, go slash Gen Us if you'd like to learn more about our energy or, or join. Yeah, and if you want to get involved, we you can be a member, you can be an ambassador for Gen Us, and, and we have some leadership roles open too. So um, there's always kind of opportunities to, to get in and involved uh, with Gen Us for sure. Awesome. We also have some committees off of our leadership teams that, that members can get involved at a very low level if they'd like to. If people want to be part of the, your Wednesday uh, monthly meeting with Kinship, where do they get that invite? Do they go on to the go slash Gen Us site and search that way? Generally, we'll send out a meeting invite within the week of the event. To the members. For our Kinship Care. Yes, to the members. For our Kinship Care, it's a little bit different. We kind of keep it closed to those kinship care members that have already joined our, our support group. About every six months, we'll send out the invite to all members so they have an opportunity to join the group. Thank you, Neil Pierce, and thank you, Sharon Tavira, with Gen Us NRG Network Resource Group for sharing everything about what Gen Us means and about your personal career journey, about uh, um, being part of Humana and how you how it's changed over the years, the culture and and all of the different um, uh, just just everything that's changed over the years and and I appreciate that you all have been with Humana for the tenure you have. We got a 22 year and a 19 year, uh, which is awesome. It just speaks to how awesome Humana is. So thank you, Neil. Thank you, Sharon. For joining Terry and I on the This Humana Life podcast. And that's it for this episode. You can share with us on Buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe by texting THL to 239-355. We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others.